This is She's a Tool podcast, where we have unapologetic conversations about the building industry. You're here with Kasula and Bronwyn. And we are the glue in your glue lamp, the mortar in your brick wall. You may even say we're the most important tools in your toolkit. Let's dive in. Of asking how each other's weeks are, I'm like, you've had a productive week, you have had it, we've taught each other. <laughs> we already know, it's great. We already know. <laughs> Spoiler alert, we've already said our hellos for the day. <laughs> um, so, today we're here to talk a little bit um, about the, the impact of pricing, price rises, uh, shortage of trades, and that kind of thing within the building industry in WA at the moment. Uh, COVID has certainly had a massive part to play in that. Um, and then since then, I feel like it's just continued to skyrocket. It just doesn't seem to be plateauing anytime soon. No. What's um, What's interesting now, though, is the that what we've in the industry known for the last few years about price, rise, price rises, um, time delays, I feel like those things that are sort of common knowledge to us and what we've been telling our clients or in some instances, mm. battling to tell our clients um, yeah. with them not really wanting to take us too seriously about it. It's it's now filtering through to the general public and it's now becoming, um, you know, I guess more common knowledge that this is the reality of the situation. And so I've, I'm finding yeah. people are a little bit more accepting about having to wait longer for initial meetings and waiting longer to get through the workloads because they're, they're, yeah. they're getting it now. That It's not just you giving you you know them having to take your word for it it's now common knowledge and that they can see it coming through on mainstream media and that kind of thing as well mainstream media is actually serving a good purpose at the moment for getting that sort of information out (laughs) yeah it actually it actually is um which is a really good segue into my next piece um (laughs) i i came across this really good um article published by uh abc news and it was published mm. on the 26th of June this year. And it just gives some really great numbers around basically how things are going and the state of the industry and, and around pricing as well. Um, so I've picked out a couple of bits that I'd really love to share with you. Mm. Uh, so in the 2023, and this is read straight from the article, in the yep. 2023, to 2023 financial year, 132 construction businesses in Western Australia alone entered external administration or had an administrator appointed compared to 93 companies in the previous year. Nationally, Mm. about 2,000 building and construction companies shut their doors. Now, that Mm. is huge. That's big figures. Absolutely huge. Yeah. yeah. So and, why and is, is that happening? This is very much around, yeah, so I think this is very <laughs> much around the signing of uh, fixed price contracts, which is mm. great as a homeowner because you know that it's going to cost X amount to build, but mm. then that's where builders have come unstuck because mm. as they've signed, the, the time it takes between signing the fixed price contract and ordering the materials to go to site prices have skyrocketed and yeah. what was 
what was true for the pricing to start with when they're doing all their estimates and um, all their calculations for quantities is now no longer the, the true um, figure that they're going to be charged. And it's just huge. And all of a sudden these companies are out of pocket and they just can't survive because you can't absorb that all the time. There is a percentage that you can absorb, but mm. this is just huge. It is with the amount. And, you know, I literally had builders that when I speak to them, they've, they've said to me, you know, I've had to like double, triple, quadruple check my quote because I just can't believe how much this has gone up. And they're not, you know, yeah. the figures just looked unreasonable to them that they've had to triple check their work. But it's not like the builders were getting, you know, one price increase. It, it was happening from the same suppliers multiple times in a fortnightly period, let alone over a few months when they first signed their contract to when um, to when they've actually got to construction need to order the materials. So they've seen multiple price yep. rises and that's with supply, but then also with trade, you know, you're not scheduling your trades. Well, you might be. It depends what the lead time is from contract signing to project construction. But if it's a longer lead time, you know, you might not be scheduling certain trades that are coming at the tail end of construction right back when you're signing your um, building contract. And so as trade yeah. trade availability has tightened up because the industry has just been booming and there's more demand, trades are now putting up their prices as well because, one, they can. Um, not that all of them are just doing it for the sake of doing it. We've, I think it's fair to say that there actually hadn't been too many trade prices price increases um, in the industry across Australia for a fair amount of time. So that was probably overdue as well um, with everything that's yeah. inflated and it, it had been some time. So, you know, that's happened as well. So the builders kind of been caught out with the yeah. double whammy there. It's been caught out with supply price increases, but also then with um, trade pricing um, going up as well from, from contract signing to actually yeah, construction. And like you say, because they've they have to absorb it all and one job enough is enough to send someone broke, let alone across multiple projects. Yeah, that's it. And I mean with the with the labor um like the trades putting their prices up, I kind of feel like, I mean, other than the ones that are maybe trying to take advantage of the situation, mm. that aside, if you have a look at the cost of living and mm. how much the cost of living has gone up recently, mm. you know, between food and um, and just trying to survive, I suppose, you know, your energy bills, all that sort of stuff has gone up. Mm. Um, interest rates have gone up. So all of these things play a part in how much trades have to charge for their services because mm. they have to pay bills as well. So mm. if everything's going up, then it's only just that their pricing goes up as well. It just it kind of it has been the perfect storm and it's it's just hasn't played out to be great for anybody, to be honest. No, and I think when um, we're operating in an industry where perhaps builders or, or the industry is notorious for, you know, like variations and that kind of thing, which are always, when, they're always unfavourable. Nobody wants to pay more money than they need to. But, you know, no. already something that had a stigma to it has now been made worse. But when this first started happening sort of at the start of, or just after the start of COVID and then as these price increases started occurring, you know, it was very difficult for the builders to be passing on these costs to clients in the actual practical 
sense of it because clients weren't having a bar yeah. of it because they were so used to, you know, don't let the builders <laughs> take advantage of you and that sort of mentality. And so I think people yeah. are already yeah. high alert. So when this first started happening, the builders, you know, it, it was very legitimate that they had to pass on certain cost increases unless of course they had a fixed price contract in which case they just had to wear it but they they weren't doing that for too much longer once they yeah. realized hang on this is going to send me broke so we're going to have to combat this and they started putting a lot of yeah. additional sums and and um allowances in their contracts for that reason which then led to variations yeah. to the sum of 10 20 30 40 50 up to sort of 80 90 000, um in in, in cost which changes is huge. because which is huge if you're building a home if you're a first yeah. home owner a first home builder oh. rather um that yeah that's your finance falls under and then your finance falls through the builder doesn't get the work and they've spent all this time on it like it's yeah. just it's just been one fucking massive disaster really um but it's only just now it as has. highlighted through that article and probably many more it's really only just coming out um to the point where people understand it as common knowledge. <laughs> it's, the information's been out yeah, there, but it's, it. it takes a while to sort of filter through, doesn't it? It does. Um, I mean, and there's another really good example in that article. So mm -hmm. um, just reading from the article again, it says we're still building houses at 2020 prices. So all the trades have put their pricing, their rates up of, off the supplies. Um, the business owner says that it's been impossible to make a profit over the last few years. And we did an estimate costing from a house we built in 2018 to mm. 2023 and just the roof and the timber went from $7,042 to $18,960. That's a 145% increase. That so that just gives nuts. you an idea of just the material supplies for mm. a roof and yeah, okay, that's a big part of your home, but there's so much more to it. And if you think it's all going up 145% around that, mm. yeah, that's where the that's where those increases from the builders and the variation fees have come in. Oh man, when you break it down like that, it's 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 ballistic. It's mind boggling to to <laughs> those yeah. figures and those those percentage increases are in, insane. Um, I remember back, it's, you absolutely. Know, when I first, you know, when I, I used to, about 10 years ago, I worked for a project builder in Adelaide and, you know, project builders and custom builders and renovation, they're all completely different in the way that they price projects. Um, they run off different yeah, absolutely. models and, you know, a project builder back then would be, and I'm talking like oh, in Perth, it's like your Dale Orcocks. In in um, Adelaide, it's like your Hickenbottoms. Um, over in the eastern states, it'd be like your, oh, I don't want to say the wrong names, like your Burbridges or, or whatever. Like they all have sort of their entry-level project build homes, which is your first home builders, which is, um, or, you yeah. know, younger couples, that kind of thing, that are just really chasing yeah. like what's the bare minimum I can build a house on and to get into the market. And they'd be about $900 yeah. per square metre. Standard standard um, features to the home, standard spec. You know, if you then wanted yeah. to look at something a little bit more bespoke or, you know, your custom build started to be around the, I don't know, like the 1,200 to 1,300 square metre, you know, per square metre mark, um, that was sort of yeah. 10 years ago. 
And before COVID hit, there was slight increases in that. So sort of your 900 per square meter jumped up to about $1,000 per square meter for an entry level standard spec home. Um, and and then COVID hit. It's a figure I hear tossed around a lot when I'm speaking to my builders um, in general is that things are sort of, yeah, total build price has gone up sort of 40 to 45%. Yeah. Um, so if you look at a figure from a standard project build home, which has gone from 900 per square meter to $1,000 per square meter in sort of mm. five, six, seven years before COVID, and then all of a sudden is jumping up another 40 to 45% or 40 to 50% in the last few years, that standard spec yeah. project home is now going to be $1,400, $1,500 per square meter, which has actually exceeded the cost of what it would have cost to build a custom home back 10 years ago, which is not that long yeah, ago. Um, just to sort of give it, give people an idea of how much costs have shifted. Um, custom yeah. homes now, if you apply that same logic, would gone from you know like what twelve hundred dollars per square meter, and now probably sitting up closer to you know seventeen, eighteen, nineteen hundred dollars per square meter. I mean, obviously with custom, it can go the sky's the limit. It could go much higher than that, depending on what you're doing. But as sort of like a base yeah. base figure, sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars, perhaps a little bit more. Um, and then renovation work is something completely different again. And your square meter rate, you, you don't really even. Shush, please, Morgan. Morgan doesn't like the fact that the prices are gone up either. Neither <laughs> <laughs> does the dog over the fence, apparently. Um, if you look at renovation work, that's a complete new ball game as well. And you don't, a lot yes. of the renovation builders typically don't price off square meter rate because no one project is the same. And there's a component, a large yeah, well, component it's, of it's just so different. Different ball game. Yeah. You, yeah. You're you not can't building do square meterage for that stuff. No, nah, you're not building from a blank canvas and there's a lot of undoing yeah. and redoing and fixing up in of the the existing yeah. home before. So it's kind of it's almost like two projects in one. You've got the the you know making good of the existing part and then sort of transitioning that into mm. the new and then you've got the new build component. So that's why you could expect that your price point for a reno would be sort of closer to three to $5,000 per square metre going back yeah. a few years ago. So now <laughs> people like it. So why is it so expensive to renovate? Yeah. Mm. All of the above. That would be why. <laughs> yeah. Be why. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah, they're scary figures, hey? They are insane, insane figures. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I mean, we've been in, we built the house that we're in now and that was, what, 10 years ago now. Mm. Um, I'm just glad that we're not in the market to be building another home at the moment uh, because I can only imagine what the cost would be to build something very similar to the one that we have now. Mm. And, um, yeah, I and my heart goes out to homeowners for for starters because obviously they're trying especially like first home home uh, buyers builders um mm. they're they're trying to break into the market and it's hard enough as it is and then you know covid happens and price escalations happen and it, it almost becomes impossible to to mm. own your first home um so yeah my heart goes out to them and then there's the, the builders that have kind of got caught up in everything and, you know, have no control over the pricing. But unfortunately, you know, a lot of them are just no longer around anymore. Um, 
yeah. it's not a great state for the industry to be in. And yeah, it's it is heartbreaking when you're in the industry as well and you can sort of see these things happening. But at the same time, I am mm. glad that it is becoming very much common knowledge because it's something that really does need to be spoken about um, and, uh, and people deserve to know. It, yeah, def- and I think there is, that that's it, exactly what you just said. People need to know. <laughs> they deserve to know and they need to know. Yeah. And what frustrates yeah. me, um, I see still a lot of, is that people are being misguided by industry professionals. They're being misguided by yeah builders that aren't being transparent they're being misguided by designers that either aren't being transparent or they just haven't got up to scratch with their connection to how much things cost you know recently yeah I went out to a consult um and the client had had and I I could tell this story so many friggin' times I could give so many examples of how many mm-hmm. times this has actually happened and it's why it's a prime reason why I operate my business the way I do because I went out to this 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 particular consult recently. I've gone out there and they had had their plans drawn up. So the whole reason I was out there was just to help them design their kitchen. Yeah. Now when I got out there and I looked at their plans and then I said, okay, so what's our budget? And they told me their budget was to about $200,000 for the whole project. And I'm looking at it going, yep. well, your kitchen alone, based on what you're telling me, is going to be eighty to 100000 That didn't include the two bathrooms, the laundry, the mezzanine level that they wanted to enclose, the other bathroom and ensuite, and then this whole extension outside, which was sitting on a bit of land that yeah. overlooked a pool with a greater than one metre retaining drop down to the pool, and they were going to extend right out to that edge. Like the site works and engineering wow. in this project alone would have been minimum 50K, probably closer to 80 to 100 perhaps. I don't know. That's not my scope, but I would have said it's bigger figures. Um, yeah. Without then renovating, yes. you know, your bathrooms on the inside, 30 to 40,000, your laundry and other sort of 20 to 25. I mean, obviously these are just very, very loose figures. Um, it could be significantly higher if yes. you wanted it to. but without extending on that footprint, that project alone for the interior spaces would have been their budget. And then someone yeah. has designed something knowing that their budget was 200000 So that tells me that you've either got a yeah. very irresponsible architect or building designer, you know, doing this design that actually doesn't care about the client's best interests or Let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they do in fact care and they, they've got a heart and they've, they've done this unknowingly. Well, get educated, guys. Yeah. Like get yourself out on site, talk to your builders and find out how much things actually cost because they have done this client yes. a complete disservice and that client's paid. I, I don't actually know how much they paid specifically, but it could have been anywhere between two and $10,000 for these plans. <laughs> Mm. that have gone to council by the way so they've then sent they've then paid the first round of um planning fees so you know how far does someone get down the track without having this information so i guess the purpose of our of us talking about this today was not just to whinge about the status of the price of things because it is very much the reality that we're dealing with but the fact that it has in fact got to the general public is is a good thing because it, it's just going to cut take yeah. some slack off the industry professionals namely the builders 
but um you know any way we can educate the general public about the reality of things you know i still get people wanting ringing Mm. up and wanting to renovate their bathroom for 10 grand mate those days were gone 10 years ago let alone after this after this surge of you know inflation that we've got at the moment you know you want to renovate a bathroom properly to good quality for under 30k Mm. ways to achieve it sure but you're going to be hard pressed yeah yeah i mean today today and talking about pricing and and all of those sorts of things it, it is very much an education piece um you know as as we said right at the beginning it's it's information that the industry have, has known about for a long while, but now that it's kind of coming out into the, the big wide world, um, it's, it is important to, to talk about. Um, it's important to, to be educated on. And if you are looking to build sometime soon, then it's, it's definitely a good one to listen to, very good mm. episode to listen to. Mm. Um, but it's just, you know, keep an open mind, do all the homework, research everything. and um, and don't go in with your eyes closed because otherwise you could be in for a very, very nasty surprise. Just, I guess, some questions to ask because, again, people don't know what they don't know, but you want to be, yeah. when you're doing your research to find the designer or the builder that you're going to be working with, you want to be asking them about, you know, what's your construction knowledge like? What's your What was the last project yes. you did? How did that come out in price? Have you got any um, projects that you've done that are similar in size or scope to what we've done and how did that look and what Mm. did the price increases look like and was there variations be asking those sort of questions because you'll soon find out if you're dealing with a pretender or not um first and foremost (laughs) if they've if they're reputable if they've uh, um if they're operating in the scope of the project that you're now working with they're going to be able to you're going to suss it out just by the way they answer those questions because if they sort of like um and ah and fluff on the answer well there's your answer right there um, if they can come back and go, yep, categorically worked on this project. This is how it went down. This is what happened. Here's how it was similar to yours. Here's how it differed. Here's how we can modify yours. Yeah. You know, you're getting good answers there, which means they know they're shit. The other part of that is yes. we don't want to be discouraging people because by scaring them off with these prices, we don't want to <laughs> no. do our industry no, a disservice we, either. But that's, that's freaking not people what we're out. here for at all. <laughs> no, no. no. Definitely not. And <laughs> renovations are, st- no. are very strong um, still, which is cool. Uh, but I yes. think the trick to dealing with these price increases is, again, yeah. it's the education. It's knowing how far your dollar can get you. And I think yes. it's too easy for people to go, well, what I want, I can't afford, so I'm not going to do it. Well, again, if you find yourself a great designer, a designer is going to sit down mm-hmm. and go, right, tell me what your actual needs are. Don't tell me that you want a big box on the back of your house or don't tell me that you want to build a house with all the rooms, with all the square meterage. Like, Don't get into design mode. This is what I say to my clients. Can yeah. we just park the design for a minute and tell me about your family? Tell me about your dynamics. Yes. Let's suss out what you actually need and then let's build upon it from there. Um, you know, yeah. if you're dealing with a blank canvas with a home, obviously you can put whatever, wherever, but if you're dealing with a renovation and you had this big grand plan to double the size of a home and extend out the back, you know, yeah. people, people, when they're planning renovations, I find they only think about the actual extension bit and then they leave the inside of the home exactly how it is, which is likely not a great layout. Whereas if you can be clever, once you've, once you've 
gathered what you actually need or what the family requirements are, you can then, you know, look at the existing home and go, right, well, how can we repurpose certain spots and maybe shimmy this, change this without having the need to do such a large extension, which in turn may then bring down the overall spend. All of a sudden are what we, you know, the, the boxes are still being ticked, but we're not spending as much and maybe that is now feasible. So just because prices have gone yes. up doesn't necessarily discount the renovation or the new build project completely. It just might look different to what you first thought and it will only be when That's you've it. got the advice of a trusted designer slash builder both, hopefully, um, on your team yeah. that you mm-hmm. can start exploring those possibilities and that would be my advice That's around it. that one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, hit, hit the nail on the head there, Bron. Um, it, it is it is more about educating yourself than it is about being scared to to move forward with that project because mm. you know realistically if you like you say if you have the right professionals in your corner then the project is just going to run smoothly it's going to come in within budget potentially even maybe a little bit under budget if we can make some little adjustments here and there um, who knows. I laugh because <laughs> but, yes, yeah. but they'll always end up. It'll it'll always go more. Oh, they'll will always like, find. Yeah, they'll find yeah. stuff to spend on it. Just maybe not in the build component, but, but in the selection. Maybe part of the finishing. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we didn't spend as much here. Now we can splurge on this. Next minute, oh shit, we're over again. <laughs> but at least it was their choice that time. <laughs> that's the difference. That's it, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> awesome well hopefully that has been um yeah a little bit yeah might not may or may not have been news to you uh but hopefully some coping mechanisms through the the price increases and some good advice there on what you can do and some questions to ask to um yeah yeah definitely deal with it and if if you'd like to have a read of that article we'll include the link in the show notes as well um just so you can have a read through and um use that as a bit of education for yourself as well Yep, and as always, if you've got any questions or you want to pick our brain about any component of that or any of the other episodes, feel free to send us a message and we'd be happy to chat it out. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, we hope you enjoyed that and uh, would love to hear your key key takeaways, guys. Awesome. So until until next time. (laughs) See you, you tools. (laughs) Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe. And have you found us on Instagram yet? At She's a Tool. That's S-H-E-S-A underscore tool. Until next time. See you, tools. tools.